It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now, we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. The Sharks are in Montreal, continuing their road trip, hoping for a big victory against the Montreal Canadiens. Twelve straight losses for San Jose, and certainly not a lot of smiles in Sharks camp heading into the contest tonight. But they're trying to keep a positive attitude about what they can accomplish, especially when considering the fact that they lost in a shootout to the Montreal Canadiens at SAP Center in a very tightly played contest on November the 24th. Meanwhile, the Sharks are still smarting from their loss in Toronto, a game in which they felt that nothing went right from the very opening faceoff. Well, there were a couple of things that went okay at the start of the game. Some saves by Capo Kakinen against the onslaught from Toronto. Here's a headman feed for Berdusi. Breakaway, moving in, backhand chance, and a sterling save by Capo Kakinen as he tried to fool him with a Peter Forsberg-style play, going to the one hand on the backhand side of the ice, but Kakinen got it with his left pad, and the Sharks put it down the surface, and we get a stoppage of play. Yarncroke worked it free. Popped up along the far board, stopped by Luke Cunnan. He'll be checked. Robertson stole it from Cunnan, sends it back to the right point for Toronto. Across ice feed, Lilligren back from Giordano now. Now he sends to the right point, moving in. It's Domi shooting it. Great save by Capo Kakinen. And another rebound chance for Giordano went wide. That was lucky, but that was a heck of a save right there. But finally the door cracked open when Morgan Riley made it 1-0 Maple Leafs, 16-48 into the first period. Riley and Brody on defense. Here's Brody, the shot blocked. Uh Uh-oh, Nylander gathers in the left circle. Can't shoot it. He's checked by Granlund, but he swoops in. Riley shoots. Score! So Nylander was having some trouble handling the puck. He threw the defensive player to him. There was a total hole in the middle of the ice, and Morgan Riley stepped right into that hole, got the pass, and snapped one past a totally screened Capo Kakinen. No chance there. It is 1-0 Toronto. Uh, what a play by Nylander, Dan. It was just... T- then the Sharks took an ill-advised penalty at 17.05 when Alexander Barabanov was called for holding in the offensive zone. The result? A power play goal for Austin Matthews, his 31st of the year, and 34 seconds after Riley scored, it was 2-0 Toronto. Off the draw, Riley sends back to the point. Nylander goes to the right circle. Matthews goes to Marner. Back to Matthews, and he scores! Tic-tac-toe. Austin Matthews just finishing off a brilliant power play execution on a give-and-go with Marner. Nylander involved, too. 2-0 Toronto just as quickly as that. Coming out of the ice in the second period, the Sharks saw the roof cave in. Mitchell Marner made it 3-0, 54 seconds into the frame. And now here's Nyes on the right side, shooting the puck right on from the right circle. Save made by Kakinen. Rebound, Lilligren on the point, goes cross ice. McCabe got it in deep, they tip, they score! Surgical execution by Mitchell Miner had his back to the goal. McCabe sent one on the ice toward the net. It was tipped by Marner, and it went through the legs of Capo Kakinen, and it's 3-0 Toronto. Well, we talk about before the game... 
And then Pontus Holmberg had an excellent individual effort, scoring a one-handed goal past Kapo Kakinen that spelled the end of the goaltender's night. Looks on the right, Bailey the angle shot, saved Martin Jones. And the rebound back behind the goal line, but Barabanov has trouble controlling it on one knee, and so the Maple Leafs skate one out. Down the right side, Holmberg makes the move on Burroughs, heads to the net, scored! One-handed, Holmberg pokes it past Kakinen, and it's 4-0 Toronto. With the score 4-0, it was pretty clear the Sharks had a major uphill battle the rest of the game. The only good thing that happened the rest of the night was Henry Thrun scoring his very first NHL goal while the Sharks were on the power play. Power play ticking off here. Granlin gets it on the point, crisscrossing now with Duclair. Moves down into the corner, stops, takes a look, finds Duclair on the point, moves to his left, goes back to the top of the circle, and Granlin shoots, tip, score! Mikhail Granlin shoots the puck and it's deflected home. And the San Jose Sharks end up getting a power play goal. That might be Henry Thrun's very first National Hockey League goal. But the Maple Leafs would score three more times in the third period. Mitch Marner picked up his fourth point with his second goal in the 17th of the season. And then Nick Robertson finished the scoring for Toronto with his sixth of the year. Nick Robertson got it back. Riley to the right. McCabe the shot. High and wide off the glass. Seconds remain in the power play. Shot. Score. Off the end board, Robertson gets it in the right circle. Very close to where Austin Matthews scored a little bit earlier, but this one was down on the ice and it gets by Blackwood. And that is a power play goal. So the Maple Leafs are three for three on the man advantage. This one is Nick Robertson's goal. And it's seven to one in favor of the Maple Leafs. Robertson gets his sixth goal of the season. It's really been tough sledding for the Sharks, but they picked up in practice yesterday and had a spirited effort for just about an hour. Head coach David Quinn talked about that practice and exactly what he was trying to instill in his players. You know, as a coach, you're responsible for an awful lot, and when the game ends like last game ended, there's so many things that you want to cover. But the biggest thing we had to cover was our mindset. You know, we're a little bit down a little bit right now, and, you know, some of these losses during this streak... We felt a hell of a lot better getting our cars, leaving the rink, even though we lost about our performance and our effort and our compete. And, you know, we there were plenty of games during that stretch we could have won. And that's all you can do. You can put yourself in a position to win night in and night out with your effort and your structure and your mindset. And sometimes that's not going to be enough. Sometimes the other team's just better than you. And, you know, like that has happened frequently through this stretch. But these last two games, it was a little bit more than that. And I think on top of defeat, I think we felt really bad about the way we lost and that hasn't happened guys that have been here you know up until the last two games that hasn't been the case but certainly has been the case the last two games and you know the number one thing we had to work on was our mindset and you know I'm sure a lot of guys left that game thinking god we suck and we don't we don't we've played you know some really good hockey here over the last six seven weeks certainly doesn't show it with our record but you know the halfway points here moving on to the next second half of the season and we're starting brand new for Quinn, the start of the new year hasn't exactly gone well. They had a really good game against Detroit, and he says that that particular game was one he felt his club should have won. That Detroit game, we played well. Our chance, I mean, every analytic says we should have won the game, but we didn't, right? And that's when it really kind of works on your psyche and puts you in a depressing mindset. And, you know, games eventually become tied together. And I think... And Grizzly and I were just talking about it. You know, we played pretty well against Winnipeg. If we'd beaten Detroit, maybe we find a way to beat Winnipeg, right? It all, and then 
you lose that tough game against Winnipeg, and, you know, here we are. Mackenzie Blackwood gets the start in goal tonight for the Sharks, and Kevin LeBanc draws back in. The bad news is that Ty Emerson is going to be out for an extended period after getting injured in the third in Toronto. But Mark Edward Vlasic gets back into the lineup in his hometown. That's always a big deal for anybody that's a native of Quebec. But David Quinn says that's not the reason why he's playing. Well, that's not just why I'm playing him. You know, I mean, he's, he's been in and out of the lineup, and, you know, I don't want him, A, sitting too long. I, you know, it's funny. He left the team for an extended period of time, came back. We had break. So it's kind of been a hard time for him because he's missed a lot of hockey lately, even though he hasn't been injured. So I think he's, I thought he looked probably the most energetic he's looked, maybe because he's home. But I'm anxious to see him and looking forward to getting him in the lineup. Vlasic is a veteran player that's had an amazing career for the Sharks. And David Quinn was asked by the media in Montreal exactly what the process was with dealing with the fact that he's not an everyday player this season. It's the evolution of a career, and everybody hits different stages of it. You know, Tommy Hurdle's at a point in his career uh, that's a lot different than it was five years ago. You know, Mark's in a different point in his career than it was five years ago. That's kind of what managing an NHL career is all about. And, you know, he's had a phenomenal career. He's an important guy to our team and in the locker room. I know he hasn't played a lot lately, and, you know, he brings an awful lot to the table. The Canadians were on the road in Philadelphia last night and lost in a shootout to the Flyers. That was with Caden Primo in the nets. Sam Montembeau is expected to get the start in goal for Montreal tonight. But fresh off that disappointing loss, their captain and leading scorer Nick Suzuki talked about what needs to be better. You're up 2-0, uh, pretty much two shots, so um, we need to protect that lead better. We weren't playing good, um, but we were up two, so... You know, it should make everyone feel a lot better about themselves and with our game. But, you know, we just kind of seem to let them back in. And uh, that just wasn't good enough tonight. We need to be a lot better. Join Drew Amenda and me on the drive home starting at 3.30 Pacific time for tonight's broadcast, The Sharks and Montreal. I'm Dan Rusinowski. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.